say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am mad about this episode. Um, Hey, I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We are uh, casting about the... Um, we're the podcastaways. That would have been such a fucking good po- title for a podcast. Podcastaways. Yeah. Okay. Unsubscribe from us right away. Yeah. <laughs> Delete the feed. Delete the feed. We're starting a new one. <laughs> um, we're podcastawaying on uh, uh, Island of the Idols, uh, season thirty-nine, Survivor, episode four. Um. Uh, yeah, we're we uh, we are podcasting in the morning this is the first time we've done this we usually do it right after on wednesday night but uh i had shit to do last night yeah i I told all of them i warned them on instagram on instagram well thanks for 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 um checking out our instagram gang i uh (laughs) um yeah i'm 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 sad about this episode I i feel so sad for chelsea walker she was so disappointed she wanted to be on the show for so long, and she gets voted out fourth in a total blindside, totally unnecessary blindside from her tribe. Honestly, she shouldn't have sucked. She didn't suck. She was... <sighs> I feel bad for her. What Like, Missy Bird. She... Missy is is playing so hard right now. I, can, I do not see her making the merge right now. Fast and loose. Yeah. Yeah, I could see her getting out next week. Mm-hmm. That flex she had on Karishma when she was at Tribal Council, when she was like, when Karishma was like, no, I like seeing things going around. And she's like, well, you shouldn't feel too safe, Karishma. You did all these things wrong. Well, I think everyone's frustrated that Karishma's not playing. <laughs> yeah, including me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Karishma's whole strategy right now is to make sure that when she does get voted out, that it's not considered a blind side because she's always expecting it. Oh, God. Um. Uh, yeah. It. I just feel so bad for Chelsea. She seems like such a nice person, and uh, well, you had a massive crush. Well, okay. Stop it. Okay. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Um. Uh, you were hoping Dean went. I was. Well, no. I was really hoping Karishma went, even though she's on my team too, uh, my fantasy team. Um. But yeah, like Chelsea, she had an idol too. I'm so sick of people getting going, getting sent home with an idol in their pocket. Like, two this season, two out of four. Two out of four in the first four episodes, two people have gone home with a fucking idol in their pocket. In we've discussed since the beginning, what is the ultimate champion? And this season, we said would decide it: islands versus idols. 
idols are getting idols are into the ground. Dead in the water right now, yeah. Whereas the island, flourishing. Mm-hmm. We're getting the best camps we've ever seen. Janet Carbon just building the foundation of the island. Boston Rob, proud. Eating watermelon. <laughs> Eating watermelon. Where'd they get that watermelon? And why was Sandra so small? What do you mean? They Nora commented on Sandra's watermelon. She's like, "Why is your?" Why is your <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, why do I keep that in the edit? <laughs> oh, that was a great Island of the Idol segment today. Oh, oh my gosh! Th- there's a lot of pops in this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's. I guess let's talk about it from the beginning. Because uh, this is going to be hard for you the whole way. You're upset. You're like uh, our uh, Toronto friend Drake. Saying, I'm upset. Is that a song? It's a song by uh, your hero, Drake. That's He's not quite my hero. Hotline <laughs> Bling is the only really song that I know. <laughs> I know when a hotline bling. Uh, that could, I'm going to not sing. <laughs> I don't know why I pulled up the lyrics right before when we were... Uh, like testing the audio, I pulled up the lyrics to Sarah McLaughlin's uh, "Building a Mystery," and I just have them out like they're information. So I keep looking down at them. And I'm like, "That's not Survivor related. That's just the lyrics to Building a Mystery." <laughs> you're you're in such a song mood. You came in here singing uh, the Beatles. Yeah, came in here singing the Beatles, blasting it. Uh, yeah, I was maybe. Yeah, it's early. Maybe I shouldn't have been singing so loud. <laughs> You're the first person I've interacted with all day. I had to let it out. Yeah, I love it. Um, uh, okay, so we start the episode with Karishma and the, the Lyro gang coming back from camp, and Karishma feels on the bottom. <laughs> it's just like, no, I get it. It's fine. I'm like, what the fuck, Karishma? You gotta like, what is she doing? Like, well, how is she? she's not playing? There, there. I think Missy Bird wants to take her to the end, and if that happens i'll be mad you think missy does i think well yeah she was saying she's a number so she wants to just use her as a number but but also chelsea was a number for her yeah i yeah chelsea was a number and part of the all-female alliance this didn't make sense at all when we were going through the episode i thought it was going to turn around on aaron I thought it was going to turn around on Missy. That's what I was hoping for. Oh, you were hoping for that? Not hoping. I mean, just because she was like going after Chelsea and like Elizabeth. Yeah, you got Elizabeth and Elizabeth and Elaine were like, "What? She's doing this? What the fuck is Missy talking about?" You know, like I did. Like they're starting to turn on her already. I think they're they're appeasing the beast. Uh, Is that is that a word? Appeasing. Appeasing the bees? I think that yeah, yeah. to appease. What did they what did they do with Hitler? They were apologists. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying Missy is like Hitler. Is that the comparison we're making? No, I'm not saying I'm just trying is that a thing? Appeasing it's a game, Hitler Joel. Appeasement? <laughs> I get you're mad, but it's just a game. <laughs> okay, all right, so Yeah, well Missy is just like She's the Fuhrer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, I'm not going to make any more Hitler comparisons to Missy Bird. That's done. That's We're retiring that bit. (laughs) 100%. But... uh, (laughs) I never started it. Yes, you did. It was you. (laughs) You should not have done this. It's that shirt you're wearing. It kind of looks... What is that? It's a a Japanese logo. Oh, okay. It kind of looks... A little uh, 
Swastika like. <laughs> no, it's a it's a wrestler. It's it's a wrestler. Okay, Nakamura. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not, uh, folks at home. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna need to cut this out? <laughs> we don't edit. <laughs> okay, we so, leave it in. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Karishma is just on the on the bottom of the barrel at this tribe, and then they're all. I guess Dean. And Chelsea sleep together one night, and they all freak out. This is parent. This is paranoia, but this is also, I think, a little bit of this this uh, disease of like them just wanting to make good TV. You know what I mean? Oh, we got to get a blindside in. Let's not get Karishma out because we want to get a blindside in because it's good TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, maybe I'm just maybe if it wasn't if it was anybody other than Chelsea, I would have been fine with it. No, it's... Because it, I liked her. She was cool. She had so many good stories in the preseason. Now you know how I felt about Molly Byman. No, I know how you felt about... I, fe- I was heartbroken by the Molly you Byman You never thing. gave a shit. Yes, I did. You weren't like this. Well, this is unreal. Um, <laughs> We have a... And then we... Yeah, it's it, Four people... All four people, like we said before we started recording, is were four people that could have really done well in the uh like they're all good fantasy picks. Yeah. And this is this is the season we have to expect. We don't know who's next. Ever. I think it's I don't be know how we, we're we're supposed to predict anything in this season. We've been wrong every single week. Well, I did predict Vince. You did predict Vince. Yeah. I successfully predicted Vince, and my next prediction is Missy Bird. But so you think she's going to get swap screwed because we saw in the next on it's going to be a swap. Yeah, I and we saw her talking to Dean on the beach, which makes me think that she swaps with Dean and Dean will join the other tribe. You think the 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 next on is giving us a clue? I think it's giving us a clue. I'm it never I'm does. pissed at the it next on next week us. because they next on from last week because they kind of gave away the the Chelsea Dean thing too. It just it feels like this Chelsea Dean thing came out of nowhere. And they all of a sudden were like, they used that as a scapegoat instead of using the Karishma thing. I don't know how... It didn't seem like they were that close. You are so green with envy. Yeah. But, yeah, it... it Dean it, with envy. <laughs> you're Dean with envy. I'm green on Dean. But, yeah, it did come out of nowhere, I guess, because we haven't seen Dean. So, yeah. But it, Except it's the Boston Rob strategy of watching people at camp. Mm. So really, mm-hmm. I don't think they got to Missy is Missy is playing like Boston Rob. Missy and Aaron Meredith are 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 uh, the Grant and the Boston Rob of this season. <laughs> oh no, they're gonna run through <laughs> buddy systems. Buddy system. Um, yeah, I think that they caught the early stages of this relationship. Like they start, like they only really had footage of them sleeping together and being like cuddled up there. Yeah. So I think they caught on to this pretty quick. And this scene where Elaine was like trying to set them up, I'm like Elaine, stop blowing up the game. <laughs> well, that's what Elaine's gonna do. She's just gonna not really play that well. It's 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 bizarre that yeah that Elaine was such a huge pop in the first episode as if she was gonna be this big Rupert like character, and she's really taken a back seat for the last few episodes. She must go long. I think she's going to go for a while, but I don't 
I don't think that she's the threat that uh, Brockton Rob uh, predicted on uh, on her. She's not that omen of like, she's sure very likable and stuff, but I don't think she's like the Christian or the um, uh, Ben from Healers hustlers or rick devins or whatever that yeah. that like they that it's also he's not just a social threat but a strategic threat as well yeah i i don't think i think they're worried about her socially because right now she gets along with everyone like yeah, everyone but, talks yeah to her, but so. i don't i don't i think she'll i think come the merge and come right now she it doesn't seem like she's really playing i mean maybe we'll see more of her since she's like maybe rolling in her damn eyes at Missy Bird right now, but uh, she doesn't see... She seems like she'll be seen more as a number than anything right now. Oh, well, yeah, because everyone feels like... I think everyone just feels like they're in control of the game. Every single person, other than Karishma. Mm. Well, do you think Elaine and Elizabeth feel like they're in control of the game? Because oh, they're, yeah. But, well, they're going back and forth on Aaron's... But they're Aaron's the deciders. Oh, they're yeah. Okay, so, so they're, they're, really, it's just people coming to them saying, "Yeah, but here's what do you the, here's do? the thing about swing votes is that they're not, they they feel when when a swing vote feels most powerful, that's when people turn on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, when you're looking at the two of them, if you were in that position and people are coming to you pitching you ideas from mm. all sides, you're gonna feel like you're on top. Yeah. I just, well, they're also I Missy Bird is also trying top. to appease. Uh, there's that word again. <laughs> <laughs> word of the day. Missy Bird is trying to appease uh, Elaine by switching to Chelsea, and then but then Elaine's like flabbergasted by that, but they still go along with that. What well, like like Missy Bird was not was was not moving on the Karishma thing. She would not. She's not putting her votes on Karishma right now. Yeah, this this is a wild ride. It's a wild ride. It's uh, a wild ride. We've talked a lot about the vote. Maybe we'll get back to it. Let's let's talk about Vakai for a bit. Yeah. Well, honestly, both tribes are the same at this point. It feels like it's just people running through a field of landmines just making dodges. Yeah, and the Nora is the Karishma of the other tribe, but yeah. Nora is a little... More, I want Nora to stick around for a lot longer than I want Karishma to stick around. I'll tell you that. Here's this. Here's my favorite part of the season so far, and it's a, um, a master stroke of the editors, and it wouldn't have happened without Island of the Idols. Is the boat pulls up, and the uh, the task is for the the tribe to come up unanimously with somebody to go to the Island of the Idols. And Dan Spilo throws goes up and says, "Well, does anybody want to go?" And we see Jason. I would never volunteer to go. That's as a Survivor fan, I want to go, but I don't. I can't volunteer to go. Tommy Sheehan, no, I never want to go. No way. Um, Kelly Kim, whoever goes, I've got to st- stay close to them, or they're going to blow up my game. And then I think it's Lauren Beck or someone else saying, "I would never volunteer to go." That's that would be a such a stupid thing to do, and then and then it just cuts and goes. Nora going, I'll go, and then she's in the boat. <laughs> that was so funny. There's like I laughed so hard at that. I I fell out of my damn chair. 
It would be hard to say that Nora wasn't the pop of the episode. She did. Oh, my God. That was it was just a, such a funny sequence of things, because, you know, when you see her going to Island of Idols, she's going to have such a strange interaction with Sandra and Rob. And they're like it. It's it seems like the least kind of personable they've been because they're like really kind of like trying to figure her out this whole time. They're like, yeah. what the f- who the fuck is this person? <laughs> they're both like. She can't do well. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know, he's, They're just he's like, pointing out flaws. Whoa, Philip. Is this Philip? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I like how they said, like, there's no way they're going to make her the caller, too, that she does not have the skills for this. Oh, my gosh. And then she goes back with this cockamamie lie. This, <laughs> what the hell is this scheme she's pulling? Where she's like, you have to... Unanimously decide on my role, and then I can tell you what the the challenge is. What? <laughs> it was the best thing. I've, every Nora moment got the, better in this all episode. All of their facial expressions are just like, "What are you? What? I don't." First of all, the the challenge that Boston Robin Sandra have given her is very stupid. They have gotten a, the 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 tasks have gotten ex- increasingly stupid, but. No, the last one was great, sneaking into the camp. But it's was so dumb. Like, what's the what? point of that? What? What's not? I don't know. Persuasion I... in this one. That's a good one. Yeah, but I just don't get it. It's, it's fine. Just it's fine. It, it makes, for, it makes for, for an entertaining TV. It just Nora doesn't make any do sense right. to me. Yeah. Nora <laughs> fucks it up so hard. She could have uh, persuaded someone. Been like, oh, I'll use, if you can help me convince, then I'll use this vote for convince? you. Vince is gone, Joel. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Oh my God! And then she, there's the sequence of her, of her guiding her blindfolded tribe mates around the camp. <laughs> <laughs> this was insane. And they're all so frustrated with her, and they're like looking at her like, "What the fuck is she doing?" <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing is that, and it seems to be Dan Spilo, Dan Spilo, and Tommy Sheehan are the ones that are shaking their damn heads the most. Too. Yeah, and Lauren Beck. Well, Spilo is going with it though, <laughs> just running into trees and mm. getting hurt. I also noticed that Spilo uh, dropped a forehead kiss on Nora when she came back. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Also, I noticed that Spilo, uh, when he was blindfolded, put his hand in Missy Bird's face during the challenge. (laughs) Well, I I was like, Dan, you bastard. And he said, it's just me. Yeah, it's just me. It's just me. She's like, oh, oh, okay. Can you give me a massage quickly? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I think he like hit her though by accident. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Well, that that challenge was pretty funny. Starting with them getting to, get to the thing, and he, and Jeff says you have to sit one person out, and they all turn the Nora, and it's like Nora sitting out. She's like, wait, I'm sitting out. <laughs> <laughs> she thought for sure she was gonna be the caller. Oh my god, she's like, wait, I'm oh, and then she's like, oh, I lost my vote at the next tribal cast. <laughs> she and she's so. Defeated looking when she goes and sits down too. They were like, "How? Like, what do they think? What the hell do they think actually happened at the Island of the Idols that she had to pull this lie?" Well, they must know that she would have got an advantage if she was the caller. They must have figured it out. They must have because why else? 
when they were like, oh, why couldn't we choose you for a different position? Mm. And all unanimously choose that. Mm-hmm. Or they they thought that. Like, if we all unanimously choose her to sit out, then yeah. we'll get the advantage. That's it. That's... <laughs> and she like, chooses... That's choosing a position. She's the caller, and she's like, well, why couldn't... They're like, why couldn't you have chose to, to be one of us? And she's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like... I just think I'd be a good caller. And I love Kelly Kim's confessional, and she was like, she's so steeped in this lie. There's no way that she's ever going to, you know, like, blow up my game now. <laughs> like, I, I'm not worried at all. She's a perfect person to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's such a piece of work. I love her. I love her. Keep her around forever. I hope she, like, leads the game and wins. I can't believe she's just been in it so long. Well, I mean, it's just... The, it's, that's the season we have. This is the season we have. The it's season we have is if you make a dumb move, people won't vote you out because they don't, they're not threatened by you. Dumb. Uh, Rob uh, Sesternino has been saying this on Rob Has a Podcast. Dumb is good on Survivor right now. The, like, so, like the ways to make it far in this game is to make stupid moves so people keep you around. Look for an idle day one. Takes you to the finals. Mike White. Now it's going to take Jason all the way there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, Jason like was great in that challenge as the mm-hmm. the caller he was perfect and <laughs> can you they, imagine i just wanted to see nora i really them. wanted to see it yeah i really wanted to see it, it. at least we got them awful. doing the practice at camp but yeah <laughs> i love how she's just so blindsided by the fact that they sit they're sitting her out too i know how could she not know uh, they they they, just they must have discussed her. it without her yeah um <laughs> Uh, but uh, th- another thing that happened at the Vokai uh, camp is, uh, guess who? Jamal Shipman found an idol. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. He, uh, this was his best episode. Uh, he still wasn't that good. No, I think he was great. Why are we fighting? Why don't you like him? Why? I'm not on Team Jamal. And then he was talking about, he was <laughs> dancing around a way of him being a shitty boyfriend. I don't think that was what he was saying. No, he. I think that no, was No, I think he was, he was dancing. I, I identified with it as somebody who just recently went through a breakup. But I, 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 it's, he was talking about codependencies and not, and not, um, rushing into things and you know taking their taking your time and sussing out a situation before you um make any big decisions and stuff and we've seen that in him how he can be impulsive and how he can uh, go blindly into situations and stuff and he's learning and i'm honestly turning around on jamal shipman after this monologue because he's learning how to properly play Survivor through his life experience, and that's how he found this idol was taking his time and 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 looking for. It. I th- I thought there was a, it was a, it's one of my favorite personal moments of the season. A lot of them have felt forced. This one I really felt came from an honest place, and I'm I'm I really liking Jamal, and uh, I would like you to uh, feel the same way that I do. I was getting the wrong vibe from him. I think we're and, and we're in our biggest too. fight. We're in our biggest fight so far. That monologue. Well, you're just all fired up about anyway. <laughs> what, do you think I'm fired up? Yeah. What am I fired up about? Chelsea. Oh my god! I just found a dryer sheet in my in my sleeve, and it's got so much lint. It's got a lot of lint. This is something that Jason needs to go Linden. under. 
Jason that needs Linton. to go on our Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it right now. You you monologue for a bit for who you think had the best emotional monologue of the fucking episode that wasn't Jamal Shipman. Really? You think that was you think that was forced? No, I didn't think it was forced. I just think the way that he was talking just uh was him realizing that he was shitty in a relationship and that he made mistakes and everything, which is fine, but I don't know. I got a bad vibe from it. I, he was dancing around stuff. I don't know. I didn't like how he was dancing around. What do you mean? How was he dancing? What the fuck are you talking about? He dancing was being around? very particular with his words. That he was describing like uh, how he learned to be particular with his words, to be particular with his actions. So obviously he's being particular with his words. I don't. I did not get the vibe that he was uh, confessing being a bad boyfriend at all. Well, I did, and. And if you're on my side, give me a thumbs up. <laughs> but he found an idol. You got. He did. I, I mean, this is one of those things where, si- since the beginning, I'm able to separate who I like based off the whole game, and you only like people on your fantasy team. No, I don't. Like Jamal now. No. This is a- I hate Karishma. <laughs> but you love Jamal. I love Jamal, and I like Kelly Kim. I like Janet Carbon. Give me more of them. Jamal finally wakes up from his midday nap and <laughs> finds an idol. Well, that maybe that's he's learning that he's like, yeah, take your time, but don't take a fucking midday nap. <laughs> Everyone also was foolish leaving him at camp alone. Yeah, and they're just all paddle boating. What were they doing over there? Uh, yeah, I don't know what they went to do. But also, yeah, even J- I, Jason went to go get water. Jason was probably going to look for an idol as well. Oh, you think so? I think it was probably known that people are looking for idols now. You know what I mean? You know what hit me in this episode is that if I was on Survivor, I don't think I'd look for an idol. Why? Because I would look at the island and I'd be like, I'm never going to find it. I've learned a lot of lessons from this season. And that by watching Vince and Chelsea, if I had an idol, I would play it. I, I mean, that would be the most embarrassing thing for me. Isn't it? that's why I feel so disappointed for Chelsea? Is that she's such a huge Survivor fan and she gets blindsided with an idol in her pocket? How could she have predicted that? Vince, maybe. maybe Vince, Vin- Vince, yes. Vince could have, but how could Chelsea have predicted that? I feel so bad for her though. Fuck you, Missy Bird. You you yeah yeah you 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 ruined it. You ruined it. No, Missy you fucked it up. Missy's doing it. I was I'm I'm surprised though because Chelsea was getting a good edit and her social media was like huge. You know, she did well, so she much survivor social media. Yeah, no, she had she got a bucket list, but also just it it ended in flames. My, my prediction, unfortunately, is that I I think. That she had such a marvelous experience on the pre-jury trip because Dean is also pre-jury, oh. and they have a, a a romance together in Australia, and uh, now they're engaged to be married, and they're gonna announce it when the season is finished. When the moon hits the sky like a big pizza pie, that's the morning. Oh, Joel started crying. <laughs> I'm I was sorry, I was I was hoping you're gonna you're gonna weird Al that song a bit and, and make it about Survivor or something. No, I didn't. <laughs> when your moon hits your eye like a missy bird. Oh yeah, <laughs> nope, like, that was great. <laughs> I I'm trying to here. Hold on, let me figure it out. I'm very good at 
Weird Al parodies. <laughs> when you're not proving it so far. When the moon hits your eyes like Dan Spilo massages your shoulders. That's not bad. <laughs> 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 okay, all right. So, who else are we talking about? We're talking about Tommy. He popped. Uh, Tommy, yeah, did not pop. I, I mean, he. This is probably his least amount of confessional, or le- uh, le- his 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 less least fizzy pop of the uh, Dan Spilo. No, uh, oh. Uh, Tommy. Oh yeah, I'm getting. I think uh, he's still a big character, and I think he's gonna be a big, even bigger character. People have been telling me that Tommy's boring. Who? Ryan. So one guy, and you uh, think that is people? That's I, person. That's person. I've talk- that's a person. So. I personally talked to you. Yes. And our guests, and Ryan. Yeah. That's one out of like five. And if you think Tommy's boring, message us on Instagram. If you, honestly, if you think um, uh, Cody has been wrong about fucking everything this episode, <laughs> just unsubscribe to the podcast and never listen to it. <laughs> no, no. Um, and I'll, and then that'll show you. That'll be the ultimate revenge for you being wrong. Is that we stopped doing this podcast. Oh no, we're fighting so hard. Um, I'm sorry, I don't like Jamal Shipman. <laughs> uh, let's talk about um, Aaron Meredith. Now we're talking. <sighs> I'm mad at you because you projected you. You know what you you said? You said I only like people that were on my fantasy team, and I just brought up Aaron Meredith, and you perked up like a like a like a. A, like a stiff. Yeah, like a stiffy. <laughs> and Aaron Meredith is on your fantasy team. Yeah. Well, I, I said that about you because you say it about me every yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I thought it was Shaking my fucking Aaron Meredith are you, man. Uh, but Aaron, I mean, he's positioning himself well. Aaron Meredith, death metal. And I predicted that Aaron Meredith is a merge boot. Uh, he's got merge boot written all over him. Mm-hmm. But he's he's being a power player strategically right now. I'm he, impressed with him. I didn't think he would be that way. But he's also playing a little too hard for pre-merge. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Like, they're going to humor him for now and then. For Modern Survivor, at least. You know? I don't know. Um, just... But Jason also popped. Jason's doing great. He's doing well. He's laying low. He seems to be He seems to be on the good side of his, uh, like his tribe mates. Winning like them back now. over. Yeah. Well, you got mad at me last week for saying Jason Pop. He didn't pop, though. He <laughs> yeah. didn't pop last week. People messaged me. My friend Justin messaged me and said, Aaron, uh, sorry, uh, Jason did not pop. One person? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we I go. I like Jason. I like Jason. I would love for him to pop. I think he's going to win the season, to be honest. Well, he popped this, this is my He's my, my new winner pick. But he did not pop last week. He got one confessional, bro. He's your new winner pick? Maybe, yeah. I can see I can see him taking it and run with, running with it. Now that Chelsea and, and Molly are gone, I don't know who the fuck is going to win. <laughs> I'm, and Missy's playing too hard. I don't. Yeah, Missy, I think, is, is the sort of person that... that Either doesn't make it to the merge or makes it to the merge and people are like, we gotta get Missy out of here. Or she just rules with an iron fist. She just takes 
Kelly, Kim, and Nora to the end. And Karishma. Oh, um, Janet Carbon's going to win. I don't know. I don't think so. She's not popping enough. Uh, yet. But Jason is popping enough? Yeah, I think so. Point proven. What do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from me? This is a this isn't we need to stop doing this pop thing, all right? Because it's 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 getting between our friendship. Oh no. <laughs> but it's we we started the podcast based off the pop. <laughs> we yeah, we don't have the statistics in front of us how many we're going off of, you know, watching the episode last night. We we're, we're not like on edgic. I read uh, Do you know what edgic is? No, I don't know. It's like this like very st- st- statistic and scientific like uh prediction uh, algorithm that somebody does and a lot of people follow it very closely and I don't like it very much I think it's very c- c- takes the fun out of it and I don't know I think we us going by uh, the term uh, pop and uh, just like looking at who's likable and all this stuff you know I think that's the more scientific and more fun thing to talk about. Well, we could go off the numbers of confessionals. I have that in front of me. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Let's not do that. Let's not statistic. Let's just let's talk about it viscerally. How it made us feel. You know what I mean? You that's are, that's that's our competitive advantage in the, you, in the Survivor I podcast. Told you, though, how Jamal made me feel, and you got mad at me. I didn't get mad at you. This is good podcasting. All right. I'm after we're done. We're, I'm going to high five you. Well, Karishma's got the most confessionals. Of the whole season? So far. Really? See, that stat- you like stats now. That really made you pop. Is that from the fantasy site that keeps yeah. being wrong? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, they've, they've fixed it. They've- okay. I hope so. Yeah, Dean Kowalski has the, has the most confessionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they changed it. I think they did have Spilos on him. By the way, are you... Um, when you were singing uh, That's Amore, were you suggesting that in Australia, Dean Kowalski and Chelsea Walker do the uh, Lady in the Tramp spaghetti thing? Oh, yeah. And I saw you. You're, oh, you're trembling. I'm biting my damn lip right now. <laughs> but it's more. Also, Dean Kowalski is a sexy man. Uh, so you're okay with it? No, I'm not okay with it. I'm not. A, I'm no cuck. <laughs> 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 it's else? just like the ladies or 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 people who are attracted to men have so much to look at now. Like Spilo. Spilo <laughs> laid law. <laughs> Tommy Sheehan is one of the sexiest men ever to play Survivor, in my opinion. And the fact that he's a fourth grade teacher, I mean literally ship him up. Jamal ship him up. I uh, I like Tommy. I love Tommy. I'm on board with Tommy. I just wanted to give another perspective that... That somebody so- thinks Tommy is boring. Like, what exactly is boring about Tommy Sheehan? I mean, he. I just think he's playing low. Like, he's laying low. He's laid lowing. Um, he's <laughs> but he's like... From what we've seen of Tommy in the past, we really only saw him, like, butting heads with Nora today, tonight, last night. Whenever you want, you watched it. Maybe you watched it three fucking days ago. I don't know. And you're listening now, finally catching up with our damn podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, but whatever, Tommy Tommy Sheehan is playing that Elizabeth and Elaine power spot where he's in he's the swing vote kind of he's like he's who people are going to there everybody else has the big ideas he's who people go to to bounce them off of you know what i mean yeah and we're getting more of an edit from those players than we've seen in a while too yeah we got because last season not maybe not last season uh david versus goliath it was kara and allison who are them and we did not see much of them what did they do well, they were the swing votes through the through the post merge at least, and they weren't very interesting though. Well, I guess in the pre merge it was it was Christian and Nick for the Jessica blindside, yeah, and we did see a lot of them. And Kara was with uh, what's his mitts there, Dan, yeah, Dan Spilo, <laughs> the original Dan Spilo, the original Dan Spilo. I didn't like that guy. I got the prettiest girls on the island, and I got an idol in my pants. <laughs> No. I got a huge cock. Oh, he never said that. <laughs> I got three of the most good-looking girls on the island, and I got an idol, and I got a boner. <laughs> what does this podcast turn into? This is not that kind of Survivor podcast. <laughs> it's not your dad's Survivor podcast. This is not your mother's podcast. <laughs> I hope you're not listening with your children, everybody. <laughs> We did lose so many subscribers already. It's usually not like this. I like the idea of like a mom showing her kids. Like I swear, it's usually just they don't typically talk about Hitler and boners. I promise. It's usually just a standard breakdown. We 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 say fuck a lot though. Uh, when necessary. Yeah, I say I say what the fuck was. Karishma doing that's that's my motto this season. Well, no, your motto is shaking my damn head, shaking my fucking head. No, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, SMFH, SMF, yeah, SMFH. We've seen your head just evolve into being a fucking head, just like jittering my damn head. <laughs> uh, but let, let's go back to Laro here, Laidla. Let's go back to Tom Lane, who wasn't in this. <laughs> who was not in it at all. Episode at all. It looked at. <laughs> they actually. Aaron said no one's playing, and they did a shot of Tom with a flower in his ear. Ah, look at me. I have a flower in my ear. <laughs> I'm Tina Laidlaw. <laughs> no, 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 no. The total Toy Story moment. Yeah, he and Elaine are doing like a role play. Like he's like Miss Bo Peep and she's Woody from Toy Story. They're <laughs> like, hello, Bo Peep. Oh, hello, Woody. <laughs> like no one's playing Survivor right now. They're pretending they're the toys from Toy Story. Karishma comes up, pretending to be Buzz, to infinity and beyond. Woody, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I think Aaron might have a point. Oh, God. It's funny that this is the one episode where we're not drinking beer. Yeah, this is. 
This is just us both being sleepy boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, what like? Oh, well, let's talk about what a what a swap's gonna look like. Yeah, I I think that uh, they're going. Are they swapping the three tribes? Swapping the two tribes? You know, I mean the 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 thing that they usually do is swap to three tribes. What are we? What are they down to right now? They're down to sixteen. Uh, yeah, it's not divisible by three. So it's probably going to be a two tribe. Well, here's what I think is going to happen: is uh, whoever doesn't draw a buff goes to Island of the Idols. Oh, kind of like uh, Carl who went to exile. Yeah. Um. So they'll go to Island of the Idols, and then we'll have to deal with a. It's going to be hard for the editors. Three tribes and this person going to IOI. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. So I think it's going to be two tribes. Hopefully. Hopefully, but also they need to deal with Island of the Idol, so that's what that's my prediction. It, yeah. They've been doing three tribes for how long now? The three tribe swap. Beginning of time. Nope, <laughs> not from the beginning of time. <laughs> they've done it since since there was man. There was a three tribe swap. since Ghost Island. There was the 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 it, they they swapped to three. Mm-hmm. They could switch it up. But I don't know. I think um, who is this going to hurt? This is going to hurt. Uh, well, depending on numbers, but I think it's especially going to hurt Missy Bird, who has well, that's damaged yeah. her alliances on all sides. Yeah. Before this swap, I don't think it hurts Aaron because people will want to keep Aaron around mm-hmm. just to win challenges. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Missy Bird is unless she's unless she's on a tribe with like Aaron and Tom and uh like Elaine or somebody like yeah. one of her numbers and stuff then I I can't see her I can see her just like being or even if she's on the tri- a tribe with like her tribe mates I can see them blindsiding her deciding you know what she's too powerful let's get her out you know yeah. what I mean and and Better her sa- and saving other people but also they're in the minority they're nine it's nine seven right now so uh i'm pretty sure they'd be on the minority in any tribe scenario unless unless uh, i don't i i don't know how much it's left up to chance but who knows yeah because they were, i mean they're I, the, the tribe swap to three last season was very bizarre when most of the people from manu went to a new tribe yeah. And the only person that wasn't was the person on the bottom, and then was Wendy, and she went to a tribe with like Aubrey and Victoria. And... She was good. Wendy and Nora—that should be the islands of the idols. Yeah, Wendy, Nora, and Keith. <laughs> Keith. No, Wendy, Nora, and Natalie from David versus Goliath. You wouldn't want. I mean, like Keith. I'm gonna get cheesed off here again. Here we go. Even thinking Do about you... Keith. Come on, God. Going on to Survivor without learning how to swim uh-huh. when you know you have to jump out of a boat. Uh-huh. What are you doing? He knew he was like, I think they there. It's like he's just not a good swimmer. He knew how to swim. I think he, you know, no, he was always drowning. But in in his original season, David Wright was a very not a great swimmer as well. 
Oh, so they thought that David would take him under his wing. Maybe. <laughs> and teach him to swim. Yeah. But uh, here's another thing is is in this season they have a lifeguard and a professional swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, We're no more no more bad swimmers. We're getting the best swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the best swimmers. This is twenty of America's best swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about that. Missy Bird just like blowing up her spot as the leader of this tribe in that that tribal council. It just can't be a good look for her. the only person that was like, Yeah, damn right, it was Tom Laidlaw. Cause he, cause he hates Karishma. Yep. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Missy, that was the perfect thing for Jeff. Jeff is probably loving that. Eating it up. Yeah. To happen at Tribal. Well, and, 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 uh, Boston, Rob and Sandra were like, oh shit. Oh snap. Yeah, but Rob was snapping his fingers back and forth yeah. like crazy. Rob was like, woo, woo. And they're like, is someone up there? <laughs> they also commented that Elaine never knows what's going on. <laughs> Which is interesting that the editors put that in if Elaine's trying to get the 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 hero edit. <laughs> I don't know that she, Elaine is. I think Elaine's no longer the getting the hero edit. Yeah, I honestly, it seems to change every episode. So I have no idea who to follow, and I think it's because it's such a great cast. I think it's hard to focus on yeah. certain people every episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only one that's consistent is Jason. Is every episode popping? No, but I don't know. No, a, I, I, no. Okay, Nora becomes the leader of her five-person tribe. They win every single um, uh, a challenge. Mm-hmm. They swap instead of what they typically do at f- at fourteen or thirteen these days. They go to um, they swap it at eight, and Nora has her her tribe of five. They take out that three. Nora um, starts voting out all these people. It's final two. Nora versus Dance Bilo and Nora wins um in a in a sweep. <laughs> I okay. I think Nora uh Nora's the one that's in danger with a tribe swap. Do you think Nora is? Yes. Well, if she's in the majority then that you see that on Survivor all the time, even though they have majority, if they have someone that they dislike. Then well, here's the th- here's the thing about keeping somebody on the bottom in your original tribe is when it comes to a swap, if you're three two, they're gonna be the ones that 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 switch to the other team. Yeah. So if it's Nora and two Laros and and then there's three Vakais, in- including uh, Nora, she's gonna be. It's like Lil when the the at the merge at Pearl Islands when. You know they treated her so badly, and so why is she gonna stay with the Drake tribe and or right. or whoever it was, right? And why is she gonna go with Savage when Savage is still saying that she shouldn't be in the game? You know, right? Well, here's the thing too. Mm. We're one step closer to our personal injury lawyer alliance. I'm. I they could honestly, get swapped in. I think Jason should stay away from Karishma at this point. He's gonna have or what if Karishma and Nora by his side? You got the personal injury lawyer and the self-made uh, uh, fitness mogul. It's the ultimate team. It's the ultimate team. Honestly, he might personal injury RS. 
I I can't believe he's still sticking by to her. It, well, it, it, we we haven't really seen that though. He did kind of take her spot as the the caller. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he was the logical choice. Come on. Yeah, yeah. That was a a good showing from Mister Linden. Linton. Speaking of which, where did that lint catcher go? Oh, sorry, Joel. You lost your lint catcher. Oh shit! <laughs> I did. I did already posted it to the Instagram story. Oh, good. And it is blowing up. People are loving it. Oh, oh. my God. Guys, chill. Chill. <laughs> Come on. This is too many. I can't read all of these. Oh, my God. So many. But we do have predictions sent to us for this episode. Oh, sweet, or sweet, for sweet. the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, once again, the artist of uh, the Merge Boot logo. Mm-hmm. And please, send us your predictions because we can't do Nick's every time. Yeah. <laughs> but... So Nick sent me these ones and warned me that he he didn't watch this episode before sending these predictions. Okay. This is th- who the fuck is this guy? Thank you for doing our 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 uh um our logo, but what the hell is it going on with this prediction? Jeff wore his purple? <laughs> well, this time he wrote <laughs> This looks like a 40-page screenplay. Because that's what we told him to do next last last week is that and then we'd read it out. Well, we got one. I don't Oh god. Oh god. Merge Boot, a Survivor podcast, season 39, episode 4, recap by Emmy Award winner Nick Etherton. That's what he has here. Uh-huh. And the first line of dialogue is Cody, me. Okay, let's go to predictions. I have predictions here from best friend and very great guy, Nick Etherton, who also made our fabulous logo. You know, he helped me move the day before his wedding. He's that good of a friend and such a great father as well. Wow. Okay. I would have said something like that. And then, well, he he predicted we'd have a guest, so he actually made predictions here with our dialogue. Okay, who's the guest? He just says guest. And he said, "Oh, hello, I'm a guest." They said, "Oh, great! Can't wait to hear these." Oh, great! Can't wait to hear these. And then he's got dialogue for you here, Joel. Uh, those all. Th- oh, oh! Uh, if you have your own predictions, send them to us on Twitter with our very normal and not weird uh, Twitter handle at merge underscore a. <laughs> <laughs> So, this is good so far. Okay, so first prediction. The tribe gets shuffled. So, he called that, though. That's a good prediction. Yeah. Because he didn't see the episode. Right, yeah, yeah. So, the tribe gets shuffled. The new colors are yellow and green. Mm. And uh, Sian. Wait. Wait. Well, I mean, they'll probably stay orange and purple. He said yellow, green, and Sian. Is that the... Sian? Yeah. Sian Tower? (laughs) C-Y-A. Sorry, I'm a Toronto boy. What can and I say? Toronto boy through and through. Loves Drake. He's upset. I'm Toronto Joel. <laughs> uh, so that's the first prediction. And then the second prediction is Dean pops during a challenge. Interesting. Okay. I'd love to see it. Okay. And third prediction, someone cries at tribal council and then is voted out. Mm. Okay. So do I have a line? Uh, 
Uh, no, the guest does. Mm-hmm. Guest got it actually. Uh, what does she say? We need a female guest on this show, so we're going to just say yeah. that this is a, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Some interesting ideas. I can see that second one happening for sure. Mm. What do I say? Those all sound correct. Thanks, Nick. Nick seems great. <laughs> and then I say uh, he's really good at uh, fantasy wrestling picks as well. Oh, come on now. Say, cool, cool, cool. And then I say, yeah, Nick's the best. Nick seems great. You uh, and then, oh, and now it's just over and over. Oh, <laughs> for forty pages, those same dialogue. Nick seems great. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we know. We got a narcissist on our hands. Oh. Interesting. I like this guy. He seems great. <laughs> what do you think of his predictions? Do you think they keep getting better? Yeah, he's doing well. I mean, oh, oh. I, I got I my friend uh, Justin okay. sent me... Uh, this is the guy that uh, said that Jason didn't pop? He said he, she, he was not fizzing last week. Oh, come on. He no. says, uh, I think Boston Rob gets voted out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see it. That would be the, the biggest blindside. That would be definitely something we could not predict. Has and to you, leave the trio you, sad. You, it's you only Sandra now. Yeah, she right. She like instead of instead of snuffing his torch, uh, Jeff n- crushes his his watermelon with a hammer. <laughs> a la Mr. Gallagher himself, and then he says, "Could not could see Laura. Sorry, could see Nora not clicking with the new tribe." I loved how much of a disaster she was. So did we, Justin. <laughs> so did we. Could see Nora not clicking with a new tribe. Uh, I can see her more going to a new tribe, like I said before, and even more not clicking with her Vakai people. The, her Them trying to be like this unit and her like continuing to not click with them and it being very obvious to the Orange and then them... Uh, turning her. Well, the things to the tribes, uh, like Karishma and Nora, are going to be the expendable ones to their teams. Mm. Um, so they're always going to be in danger. And perhaps the tribe tries to sway Nora, but she's not. She's also not very coherent. So, mm. like, they could just be like, "Okay, we can just tell them that Nora said this, and mm. we'll all vote her out. We'll be safe another week." Right. So I I mean well, I think that that's possible. Yeah. Um, I can see Karishma being the sort of like the Natalie Cole of being like trying to be Lyra uh, strong to like impress her tribe mates, but then just getting voted out because of that, basically, because people like are starting to get because Karishma is so bad at talking, so bad at Survivor. People, other people are talking, making alliances with themselves, and they're yeah. just like, let's just. She's like the perfect kind of boot we, boot we can all agree on. That When it gets to five people, that's when you're trying to get to the easy votes and stuff, right? Well, I'm also thinking that uh, your boy Jamal mm. uh, could try to take leadership of the other tribe and be like, oh, I can lead us out of here and get himself voted out too. Mm. And what we got to think about and what these predictions aren't saying is that there's a curse of the idols going on right now. So I hope that Jamal doesn't get sent home with an idol in his pocket. Not because Jamal is in my my uh, uh, fantasy, but just because <laughs> that would mean this is the season of people going home with idols in their fucking pocket. It already is. There's no avoiding Certainly it. a pre-merge, yeah. Two episodes in a row where people go home with idols in their pocket. And 
we have next week Kelly and Jamal in danger of the curse of the idols. Kelly and Jamal. Because Kelly Kim has one too. Oh right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So both of them in danger of going What if they what if they both go home? Curse of the idols. <laughs> I think next week's the the last week Kelly can use hers. I because I'm not sure. Do do they hold up in tribals that they are at or as tribals are going by? Can you hear me scratching my beard on the mic? Yes, you can very much. That's good ASMR podcasting right there. Scratching my beard on the mic. Okay, well, I, <laughs> I interpreted the predictions, it. but now I'm I, falling asleep. Yeah, but now I'm getting horny. Um, <laughs> now I have a boner like like Dan Spilo. Or who had the boner? Um, Dan, the original Dan Spilo, the, the hot cop yeah. Dan from David vs. Goliath. Um, oh ah. Dean Spilo. <laughs> <laughs> You just waited for me to turn around, dude, just to look at you. <laughs> okay, so Kelly Kim, my interpretation is that Kelly um, actually is, uh, her idol is is good for every time she's in a tribal council. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, I kind of took it as every time a tribal goes by. Could be. But I don't know. Could be. Um... Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out about that soon. But at least she just feels safe, you know. She can play a little um, differently when you feel safe, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh, yeah, we uh, we found out last week that our old friend Rupert uh, actually was haunting Kelly Kim's dreams, kind of like uh, um, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, like a survivor, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, we found that. Yeah, we've we've. I learned wonder that if he's good at skateboard. We've he's... learned he's a genie. Yeah, uh, and that he haunts Kelly Kim's dreams. Yeah, I wonder uh, how she's sleeping right now. She's dealing. I don't know how her game is going. Well, since we don't have Kelly here, we do have access to. Are you rubbing the lamp right now? Oh yeah. <sighs> 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 it's me, Rupert. Thanks for waking me up. I thought uh, this is the highlight of my week every week that I get to come on your podcast. Uh, all the all my genie friends in the lamp would get a real kick out of me being uh, uh, able to come and podcast with you guys. Actually, well, Rupert, we're really excited to have you. Yeah, of course, of course. We we all just finished watching the episode, so yeah, we're we're pretty uh, we're pretty amped up about this season. Yeah, what what did you think of this one? Again, I I I love. Watching Janet Carbon on my screen. Uh, give give me more Janet. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, I love I love that Janet. She reminds me of a uh, a younger me. You moved from Elaine to Janet. I still like Elaine, but uh, Elaine, uh, she has the uh, uh, <laughs> Janet reminds you of a younger you. Yeah, are you the same age? No. <laughs> Yeah, she's probably even maybe a little uh, older than me, but uh, 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 she reminds me of younger me in that when I was a a small uh, child, actually, I I looked like a 60-year-old woman. Oh, okay. I have a weird disease where when I'm a child, I look like a 60-year-old woman, and when I'm an adult, I look like an old hippie pirate. Yeah, that I guess sort of like Jack disease yeah. or uh, or Benjamin Button, a Jack Nickton disease. Yeah. that kid, I like that kid too. Yeah. You know, 
holding strong in the challenge, just probably fishing and making things. He he actually reminds me of an older version of me. Well, Rupert, we got you here. We need you to uh, give advice to all the people in Survivor here because they're going into a tribe swap next mm. week. So what's your biggest advice for uh, a tribe swap and keeping alive? Uh, I would say that Boston Rob is very good at puzzles. And uh, I voted for Sandra twice to win the game. Oh, so uh, yeah th- that that's what that's pretty much what I have to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole drive swap scenario. You know, I haven't played this game in a while. I don't know what to say anymore. It's honestly, I've been in that that lamp for a while. You can see me now. I'm very skinny. I haven't eaten. In a while, yeah. They, you know, I'm eating less than I did on Survivor when I'm in that that lamp. And you're still wearing the tie dye shirt, but it's loose. It's very. very it's, it's I'm wearing it as a dress right now. Yeah, yeah. I got no bottoms on, as you can see. Yeah, you're Winnie the Pooing it all around. Yeah. I am Winnie the Pooing and Donald Ducking it all around. I'm I'm being just like Aubrey, <laughs> except I'm not wearing underwear. Yeah, but as you can see, uh, my penis has been replaced by a pineapple. I don't know how it happened. You're not just holding one. Though. I don't know how it happened. We were we were just, you know, we we found some mushrooms in the lamp. We ate those mushrooms. We woke up and all our penises had been replaced by tropical fruits. What about loyalty, Rupert? Yeah. Of course. Loyalty is the most important thing in Survivor. <laughs> so wouldn't that be a good thing? Uh what do you what do you mean? Well, what, uh, when like, doing what the a pineapple tribe swap? Oh, the tribe swap. I'm going back to the tribe swap. Well, we didn't have a tribe swap in Pearl Islands. I think we had a tribe swap in All Stars. I haven't watched it in a while. We did not have a tribe swap in Heroes versus Villains, and I didn't even make it onto a tribe in Blood versus Water. So I honestly loyalty. I just don't blindside people anymore. I hate that. Yeah, too many blindsides this season. A lot of blindsides. You don't like that? No. No one's loyal. No one's loyal. You got to stay loyal or uh, you'll end up like me. <laughs> oh, trapped in a lamp. Trapped in a lamp, occasionally haunting people's dreams. How is Kelly? How is her sleep? Uh, if I have anything to do with it, she is having an awful, awful time <laughs> on that island. <laughs> Well, okay, Rupert. She, yeah, she's not cool. And she especially hates it when I try to massage her with my knife glove. Oh, no. <laughs> doesn't she get enough from Dan Spiler? Yeah, it's not even the knife. She, it's it's the massage she doesn't like. The knife she's fine with. <laughs> All right, Rupert. We'll, we'll get you back in the lab. Here. All right. Oh, oh. Wow, that was a very WTF-style interview. You're really getting to the bottom of uh, what makes Rupert tick. Yeah, well... You're a Marin-esque podcaster. I am very Marin-esque, and I've uh, been trying to tell people that forever, and I'm glad You're also very marionette-esque. Oh, yeah. Because you, you know, have such a weird jaw and walk like someone's holding you with strings. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> well... As we wind down, this has been uh, one of the better episodes of our podcast, for sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like when there's no guest to 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 pull us in and stop us from doing very dumb things. That's true. I didn't uh, correlate that all together, <laughs> you know, but it, it's uh, really the fact that there's no guest here to uh, try to impress. <laughs> Just our weird selves. Yeah. Well, it is. It's it's a season that I really just I don't do not know how to predict who's going home. So I'm just I'm gonna pull it off the top of my head. I think that Janet Carbon is going home next week. Janet Carbon. Wow. I'm sticking with Missy Bird. Okay. So there you have it. I hope Janet doesn't go home. I also hope Missy doesn't go home. Do I don't. Want? I don't want anyone to go home. Well, Who do I want to go home? Charisma. Yeah. So you do want someone. You confidently want one person to go. I just. Home. I don't think she's good TV. I think Nora's great TV. You don't think Charisma is? Ah, no one wants to play. She's annoying. <laughs> As a Survivor fan, she is annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one wants to play while she's not playing. I'm sorry, casting did this to you. Fucking don't hire any more personal injury lawyers. What about Jason? He's fine. Fire. I mean, just don't do two in a season. You're not going to... It's lightning in a bottle. They're like, oh, we got two personal injury lawyers. We can. We have to pick one. Nah, they're both... You know what? It's lightning in a One of them is going to be good. Throw them both in. <laughs> That's That was the conversation. Well, next week. Imagine Rupert did casting. <laughs> it'd be all Elaine's. <laughs> it'd just be it'd just be a bunch of clones of Elaine's. Yeah, <laughs> twenty Elaine's. This season has twenty Elaine's. <laughs> twenty Elaine Vin. Twenty eleven. That's what I was trying to make a pun, a pun of. Twenty eleven. <laughs> yeah, twenty Elaine Vin. On fire tonight, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's not even night. <laughs> Well, honestly, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, keep rating us five-star reviews. Please, please, please just do it. It, you know, If you want us to keep podcasting, do it. Yeah, and reach out. Send us some love. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, merge underscore A. It's not weird. Um, and uh, thank you so much for everybody sending their predictions in. And uh, please just keep watching survivor and having fun and uh yeah we're 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 amping up we're having a lot of fun doing this podcast and uh yeah thank you so much say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.